Victoria here and welcome to the Motorsport Stories podcast. This is episode 9, the 70th anniversary of Formula 1. With the 70th anniversary Formula 1 race held at Silverstone this weekend, we will celebrate the sport by taking a look at where it all started. To start with, we will have a look at what there was before the first Formula 1 World Championship was inaugurated in 1950. Then we will have a look at what made Formula 1 Formula 1 and thereby different to other racing series. We will then take a look at the first Formula 1 World Championship race before looking at the first season and also the first decade of Formula 1 as a whole. Before we talk a bit about how we see the legacy of the 70th anniversary this season. The first motor race named a Grand Prix or Great Prize was held in 1906 in Le Mans in France on a huge course that was 64 miles long. During the 1920s, a lot of smaller, purpose-built Grand Prix circuits were built all over Europe. One such circuit that stems from this era in history is the legendary Italian circuit Monza. In the years between 1931 and 1939, a European championship for Grand Prix racing was introduced and people known as racing legends even today, such as Tazio Novellari, Rudolf Caracciola and Bernd Rosemeyer, were racing during this period in history. However, the championship came to a halt with the outbreak of World War II in 1939. The 1930s was also the time when Alfa Romeo enlisted a company led by a certain Enzo Ferrari to direct their racing efforts. This company actually went by the name of Scuderia Ferrari. However, the two companies parted ways in the 1940s and Scuderia Ferrari started racing as its own entity in 1948. Before the outbreak of World War II, the 1930s saw Nazi Germany sponsor two teams to compete in Grand Prix racing, Mercedes and Audi's ancestor Auto Union. So according to the sources, there is a bit of a debate about what race we can call the first Formula 1 race when we are not taking into account the first World Championship race on May 13, 1950 on Silverstone. So the first race to be held under the Formula 1 regulations which I will get to shortly, was the 1946 Turin Grand Prix in Italy, but some argue that the formula for Formula 1 was not officially in place at the time. Therefore, others suggest that the first Formula 1 race was the 1947 Swedish Winter Grand Prix. The status of this race as the first Formula 1 race is, however, also contested due to it being run on snow and ice, which is not exactly the typical Grand Prix environment we're used to today. And then again, others say it was the 1947 Pau Grand Prix. However, the race most commonly referred to as the first Formula One Grand Prix in history was the 1950 Pau Grand Prix that took place in France just one month before the first World Championship race ever took place at Silverstone. Even after the inauguration of the Formula One World Championship, a lot of Formula One races not counting towards the World Championship were still held throughout the years. The last such race was actually held in 1983, but these races were stopped as they were regarded as unprofitable. So let's just have a look at what the rules and regulations were for Formula 1 when this race series was first introduced. As just mentioned, it would take a few years after World War II before the Formula 1 World Championship came along. However, the foundation of this championship was already laid in 1946 when the FIA started standardizing the rules for the racing series that at this time would be known as Formula A and eventually Formula 1. After a motorcycle world championship was established in 1949, FIA saw the need to start hurrying up with getting details of the new Formula 1 in place. The first season would consist of six major Grand Prix on European circuits as well as the Indy 500. 
The initial regulations for this series were that it would be for single-seater cars with either a 1500cc supercharged engine or a 4500cc naturally aspirated engine. And the minimum race distance would be 300 kilometers or 186 miles. Now let the action begin as we will take a look at what would be the first Formula 1 World Championship race. As previously alluded to, this race took place in Silverstone in England on the 13th of May 1950. It was estimated that roughly 120,000 spectators were at Silverstone for this first ever World Championship Grand Prix, among them even members of the British royal family. What was interesting about the participants in this Grand Prix is first of all that these races were quite a lot older than the people racing in Formula 1 today, as the average age for the participants for this race was a whopping 39 years old. It was also a rather interesting mix of people competing, one of them being the Thai Prince Bira, also a Baron de Grafenried, who was a Swiss racing driver and Baron. There was also Jenny Klaus, who was a Belgian jazz band leader and, spoiler alert, winner of the race and also the world championship winner that year, Giuseppe or Nino Farina, who was a doctor of political science. Even though the Alfa Romeo 158 was 13 years old at the time, it would prove to be very quick, not just during this Grand Prix, but also during the entire season. The three Alfa Romeo drivers, Nino Farina, Luigi Fagioli and Juan Manuel Fangio managed to qualify for the first three spots on the grid ahead of the race. A notable fact about the Alfa Romeo team was that they had actually been unable to compete at all in the previous 1949 racing season due to financial struggles. The other teams that competed in this first race were Talba, also a factory team, as well as semi-professional teams such as Ecurie Belge, Maserati and Scuderia Ambrosiana but there were also privateers the race on their own. Even though Ferrari is famous for being the only team to have competed in all Formula 1 seasons, they actually didn't attend this very first Grand Prix at Silverstone and only joined the Formula 1 circus in the following race in Monaco. By the end of this first race at Silverstone, Nino Farina would end up as the winner of the race. His Alfa Romeo teammate Fagioli came in second and Reg Parnell, also driving an Alfa Romeo, came in third. So what was the first season and even the first decade of Formula 1 like, you wonder? The period was dominated by Italian teams such as Maserati, Ferrari and especially Alfa Romeo. However, the French Talbot and the British BRM also played a big part of the sport in this era. Often, the factory team would employ two or three drivers from the same country as the manufacturer was from and then one driver of a different nationality. In this first season, points were awarded to the first five finishes of the race with eight, six, four, three or two points respectively, as well as a point to the driver with the fastest lap. The four best finishes of a driver would count towards his world championship points. The races this season took place in Britain, Monaco, USA, Switzerland, Belgium, France and Italy. The American race of the Formula One calendar was the Indy 500. However, it was not a championship race and none of the European drivers competed in the race until Jack Brabham competed in his Cooper in 1961 and started a wave of European drivers to compete in the legendary American race. To start off with the 1950 season, it was almost completely dominated by Alfa Romeo and it would also be one of their drivers, Nino Farina, who won the very first championship in 1950. 
The following year, the World Championship was won by Juan Manuel Fangio, who won the World Championship a whopping five times in this decade in 1951, 1954, 1955, 1956 and 1957 for four different manufacturers, Alfa Romeo, Ferrari, Maserati and Mercedes-Benz. His record of winning five World Championships would of course be unbeaten until Michael Schumacher won his sixth World Championship title in 2003. As Alfa Romeo didn't participate in 1952 since they had been unable to get government funding, this gave Ferrari the chance to dominate the sport this season. However, for this season, as well as the following 1953 season, the championship was actually driven in Formula 2 cars instead of Formula 1 cars. These Formula 2 cars were limited to a 2-liter naturally aspirated engine. The reason for using these smaller cars was the lack of entrance in the sport at the time. In 1954, the regulations were then changed again as 2.5-liter naturally aspirated engines were now allowed. This season also saw the return of Mercedes-Benz to Grand Prix racing and welcomed new teams such as Danval and Lancia. With drivers such as Spandio and Sterling Moss, who in this year would also become the first Brit to win the British Grand Prix, both driving for Mercedes-Benz, they would go on to dominate the sport in the 1955 season in their Silver Arrows. However, due to a massive accident at Le Mans that year involving Mercedes-Benz, the manufacturer withdrew from the sport the following season. In 1956, Fangio won the championship again, this time in a Ferrari. However, this year started to see the British team challenge the frontrunners for the first time. Also, Bugatti entered the Formula 1 championship for the first time. Fangio then won his final title in 1957 at the mature age of 47. Fangio actually retired from the sport the following year in 1958. This year also saw the first British world champion as Mike Hawthorne won over Sterling Moss, who would later become known as the best Formula 1 driver to never have won a world championship. The 1958 season would also be the first year that there would be a world championship for the constructors. Up until then, there had only been a Formula 1 championship for the drivers. The 1959 championship would of course be the last of the decade and it was won by none other than Jack Brabham, later founder of the Brabham team. And what is the legacy of this 70th anniversary today? Before the COVID-19 pandemic not only completely changed this Formula 1 season, but also the world in general, the 70th anniversary season of Formula 1 was going to be the longest Formula 1 season in history, where 22 races and new logos for the sport were introduced to commemorate this anniversary. With the new and unique 2020 Formula 1 season created to deal with the realities of the global pandemic, this year we get to see two races take place in Silverstone, the second one held on August 9th being named as Formula 1's 70th anniversary Grand Prix. And a fun fact regarding the two Grand Prix held in Britain. This happens for the first time since 1993 where a British Grand Prix was held at Silverstone and a European Grand Prix was held at Donington Park, an interesting race we also covered in a previous episode. If you ever have any suggestions, some feedback or would like to suggest a topic for the show, please feel free to leave a comment on the Twitter, Instagram or Facebook page or send me an email. Contact information can be found in the show notes alongside any sources that might have been used for this episode. And please remember, if you like what you heard, please subscribe to the show and leave us a review on your favorite podcast app. And of course, spread the word. Tell your friends about the show. Until next time, have a speedy day.